Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episode of Threes from the Ring, it's your boy Chris J, glad to be back, make sure, uh, we got the boy Tyler here, yo, yo, what's happening people, trail staff, yeah, alright, we all here, make sure you follow us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe right now as you do it, as we very much speak. Do it right now. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, of course. And if you're on the audio side of things, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, subscribe, follow, whichever it is. We appreciate all the support. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Wrestling news, and then we're, we're going to breeze through wrestling, and then we're going to go right into hooping because basketball's getting really lit. And the NBA is technically the, real, the only real sport right now because you talking season. about nhl come on bro who playing with the who playing with the white people i guess bro the only notable news that i heard in nhl in like the last month is that some player his wife snitched on him about like gambling and shit oh that was so oh yeah that, that was the beginning of the season but other than that nobody gives a fuck about hockey. i just heard about that yeah nobody gives a fuck about hockey and his wife bogus as hell for that but it is it is with that but basketball is the really only real sport between college basketball and the NBA. So, and we only cover the NBA. So, with all that being said, haha. But let's go ahead and get into wrestling. Get the uh, wrestling uh, stuff out the way. Biggest news since the last time we recorded and still is ongoing because it does trigger people. Cody Rhodes, executive vice president of AEW. Well, one of the many executive vice presidents of AEW is no longer with the company because Cody Khan forgot that he existed and let his contract run out and then proceeded to try to uh, resign him. The man's wanted CM Punk money, Daniel Bryan money. I'm not mad at it. And then Tony Khan said, no, I got to sign these NXT niggas and proceeded to sit there and say, all right, be gone. And Cody said, peace. I'm taking my wife with me. And there's currently heavily strong rumors that he is signing with the E. Shout out to him if so. Everybody has to kiss the ring. But shout out to Cody if so because, hey, you got a job at the end of the day. But that is one of the bigger news among the wrestling uh, world right now is Cody Rhodes. One of the founding fathers of AEW is no longer with the company. And this hasn't even been three years yet, I believe. So that is insane when you think about it. Uh, thoughts? Yeah. Uh, naturally, I uh, I saw the news. Thought it was a work. I still like thirty percent of me thinks it's a work. Um, but it was crazy uh, coming out of it. I think. In this end, you can kind of look on both sides of the coin. You can look at Tony's side and be like, it's 
is he worth that money? Then you can look at uh, Cody said he was like, you know, I am worth that money. Uh, Cody had a lot of people following him because you get that I left WWE buzz for the people who hate watch the show. So um, you seeing um, seeing Cody pill out uh, is crazy. Um, and I think it's bigger than what people make it out to be, but it's not as big as some people make it out to be. I think it's bigger in the sense of that wrestling will always be the same. And, and when people say grass not great on the other side, I'll definitely say that too. Uh, because both of that shit is like me at grass. Um, and what I mean by that is that like a business is a business. There's no no business is successful with being like buddy buddy and shit like that. Uh, no matter what, this whole thing that everybody's you know takes so seriously is is, is still scripted acting. You know, dancing at a, at a to an extent that you they just put their body on the line way worse than most people. Um, these are people in a back row with pins, except for what Tony Khan said. He just tell people what to do. I mean, like they people come up literally. with their own buckets, but you know, uh, but, but that's for the do. most part, it's scripted events. Um, so at the end of that day. Well, somebody say they're not happy with the E, that's as an attendant, they're not happy with their position within the company, and they feel like they should be in a better position. Uh, when somebody say they're not happy with the pretty much A dub, they feel they probably feel like they need more TV time, or they should be in a higher position. Either way, it is what it is. Uh, I, feel, uh, I don't know if a lot of people say Cody like wanted to be face, and he just wasn't like face material. I, I, I've never seen Cody as a fucking face, like, ever. Um, I just can't see Cody as a face. He's very, he has a very heelish, he's fucking one, he's a, like a, he got jet white hair, and he's, like, an asshole, so he I can never punch, see Cody He has a punchable face. face. Punchable yeah. face. Uh, yep. I'm not the biggest fan of, like, uh, it's because... Indy, Indy Cody. Um, I, I like them as Dash and Cody Rhodes. Uh, not a big fan of Stardust. Uh, wasn't a big fan of Evolution Cody. I mean, not Evolution Cody. Uh, what's this called? Um, Legacy. Legacy, Legacy. Cody. Right. But I was a big fan of Dash and Cody Rhodes, and particularly his fucking signature move when he jumped off the rope and did that kick. You know, oh, yeah, understand yeah. how much oh, yeah. I stand that fucking moves, bro. Like, I put that on my... I put that on when the, when the game came out. That was my finishing move. I stand that move, bro. So, that was my that was my favorite, Cody. I always thought the dashing gimmick was good to me. Really did it so. But to say if I'm a Cody fan, not the biggest. I'm, at this point, I really don't care what happens with him at the E. I think it's a good move. I think Cody, in the objective view of it, if they make him as a heel, I think he will be a nuclear fucking heel for Raw instead of because Roman, Roman owns SmackDown. You can't be a bigger heel than Roman. Um, but I think he'll be a nuclear heel for for Raw. And and especially since they have Kevin Owens playing more of a tweener role and Seth definitely in the 
I'm about to be the next babyface role again because that nigga's over like fucking Rover right now. Um, uh, I think Cody Rhodes fit really, really well. They're having a very dominant heel on Raw. Um, and, you know, he might not be wrestling much longer anyway, probably three, four more years. So, you know, he probably always, he probably done with wrestling in general. So, um, it's just crazy. He helped build that company. They ain't want to resign him some big money. I completely understand. Um, the, like, Kenny Omega basically said he wasn't cool with Cody like that. He was only cool with him in the business yeah, relationship. Uh, the elite pretty much said they wasn't, they didn't vibe with him. Like, and at the end of that day, it was always the elite making a company. Um, even with Adam Cole being there, like, to keep it 100% real with everybody, like, um, I never thought Adam Cole was going to stay at WWE. Especially when AEW was a thing. Never thought he was going to stay. Just because he would rather be with his friends than that. A lot of people say run from the grind. I don't feel that's ever the case with that. It's more uh my platform came with these people. I'm kind of going to stay with these people. You know what I'm saying? Like Adam Cole, Bullet Club, all that good stuff. I don't know if he was one of the leaders. He probably was. Um, At one but, point, they will always switch off when somebody yeah, was like literally. I don't like remember. There was look. Uh, he, he definitely wasn't like no Kenny. He definitely wasn't no Kenny. He definitely wasn't no Finn or no AJ in terms of known like but leaders. Tough, yeah. But uh, I think he was. Uh, but I, I, I just say all I have to say. Like, excuse me for y'all didn't work tired the brother out. But I just say all that to say. Um. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see what happens next, but I'm not necessarily like hyped as other people gonna be. Uh, WWE been teasing that shit as if it is a work, because usually WWE teases works, bro. Like when shit is a work, they tease that. Like I felt they 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 wrestlers are teasing a lot too, um, like Edge. Like talking about who his next opponent gonna be, and I would love to see Ed versus Cody Rhodes. But I'm pretty sure we see that shit happen before. Uh, somebody like um, who else? Um, like I think oh the Miz. If that nigga when it came out as the Miz tag team partner, bro, I fucking would have died. Okay, I like deceased. Cause I'm like, that is the most anticlimactic shit I ever seen in my life, bro. We all knew it was gonna be Logan Paul, but that was the most anticlimactic shit I ever seen. Um, but yeah, so if I was to give a number rated for how hot I am for Cody Rhodes, it would be a five point six. <laughs> right. Tyler, your thoughts? Um, in the beginning, I did think it was a work too. It still could be. Who knows? Um, I do think, you know, if he does come back, I think it's, you know, good for him. Uh, he, you know, if it, <clears throat> excuse me, if he is, you know, winding down towards the end of his career, you know, it, most guys do go back to where they started at if they really fuck with them like that. Um, I wouldn't say I'm I'm hyped or excited or anything. You know, I like I like the I like Cody when he was in the E. I liked his dashing character. I liked what he did with, um, you know, his brother. 
you know, for the time being, minus the Stardust shit. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it's, a, it's just another opportunity. It's an opportunity for them to, you know, to put somebody, you know, get another well-known character that they don't really have to build up too much again. They could put him up against guys like Seth, Kevin Owens, uh, you know, Roman maybe. You know, who knows? I think it's, you know, it's an opportunity. That's why, that's the way I see it. I think it's a, you know, a good opportunity. Yeah. So just wrap it up. Like, I, it's it's just hilarious just how it, it was handled. Because, like, Sephora, I just, like, fucking with AEW niggas. But anyway. But, um, but at the same time, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate for, it's, to me, okay, this is how I view it. Because it's, it's unfortunate in the AEW sense because just like Cody was like one of your founding guys. It's weird. It's like it's like okay, let's just say once you tweaking media blows up and then Daytra and like Daytra, Cam, DC, what like you you guys know who was there from the jump if you listen and watch it. And then Daytra just goes off and joins undefeated. It'd be like, what the fuck? Even though it'd be the dope, I'll be nice. happy for him. I'll be happy because, hey, get your paper. But I'll be the like. The bag was nice. <laughs> it's like the bag was nice. But I'd be like, Yo, what the fuck y'all doing over there? <laughs> like what, where one of the founders just dipped off like that. Y'all blowing up. Y'all decent. It'd be like, yo, what the fuck? So, but, and then it's just, A, I get why Tony Khan didn't give him the money. But it's also like you could have negotiated sooner. You could have made certain moves a lot sooner as well in terms of just like making sure like, hey, keeping this guy happy. Because in comp- comparison to like what Omega and the Young Bucks are doing, Cody has like done a good job trying to build the company up outside of just trying to bring in casuals because he has that TNT contract where he has his Miz-like TV show, which he's still going to keep. Even he, even though he's not with AEW no more, he's on TV shows on TNT outside of his own show and stuff. So Cody's actually moving, trying to promote the brand, and also the fact that he did bring in a lot of the younger talent as well. And it's just like, well, damn, like a decent amount of people who people like who the younger people on AEW like the MJFs, like Jay, those are Cody's people, which I learned over time, which is like, yo, well, fuck, <laughs> like. And this is how you do the guy who gives a fuck about the younger guys and trying to keep them on TV and shit like that. So it's just like, yo, what the fuck? But at the end of the day, Vince McMahon said, hey, you can have some of these NXT niggas that you look, you guys love in the door. Tony's throwing them there, throwing them the bag. You had to throw Adam Cole the bag. You had to. You're going to throw Daniel Bryan the bag and CM Punk the bag. They, those three definitely got a bag. Keith Lee that got a bag, and then we just learned that uh, Swerve, uh, Fightful just announced that Swerve is signing to AEW. You know he got a bag, so of course you you're not gonna have money to pay one of your founding founding talent. That's why it's gonna be really interesting right now in terms of who they keep and shit over the next couple of years. So, but it is what it is. Cody has built up enough cachet among wrestling. Like, after he left to literally just put himself in good position to go back, he'll be still treated like an upper mid-card guy, maybe even main event to an extent. 
I'm happy if you do go. If you don't, it is what it is. If it's a work, shout out to uh, AEW for getting that, for popping another rating for at least another two weeks. So shout out to them. <laughs> but it's a stupid situation in terms of how it was handled. You said what, Tyler? I was saying pretty much. But also yeah. just to add in another thing, is just like I kind of hope that uh, – I kind of hope that people see like – you know, some of the transparency that's kind of going on with and everything Not like not everything that that everybody thinks that they know, you know, is what they, you know, is, is fact is fact. Like niggas thought that Cody was never going back to the E. He even said he didn't. He is. I mean, until it's truly confirmed, he even said that he thought he was never going back. Yeah. It's just like Daytra said a few months ago on the pod. All it takes is that phone call from Vince McMahon and certain talent going to hear that bag and see the fact that no matter what, WWE is going to give you, is going to put you on TV. They see that you're a star. MJF, Same thing with um, Jade. That phone call. Like, like <laughs> I, I, I say that, like, and I, I, and like, the more people have to understand is that this is a business, bro. That's like, what it is. Even, motherfuckers throw shots. Like, Jay threw shots. Um, I think another person who's really got a look is he's a little bit too short, of, I guess, for Vince. It's like pushing him on. Aspect. Like, Ricky Starks. Oh, yeah, Ricky Starks. He got, Ricky Starks got should got be a look. star. Yeah, he, he should be look. pushed to the moon, but different story. Yeah, but, like, you know, Vin, what I mean by, like, Vince in the call, like, it's hard to turn up when you know what you what your selling is at AEW, right? Still a growing company, but are you going to be past the punks? Are you going to be past the the Bryans, the Moxes, the the Adam Cole, the Hangman Page, the Kenny Omegas? Like, are you really going to be at their level? Shit's not going to happen, right? But at the E, like, no matter where you went, no matter what place you could be hated or whatever, even if you're in a, a Roman situation all the way down to a ricochet situation, you are in front of millions. Like, you're you are to be not presented. even just like, say, for instance, just like having a bag. You are in front of millions. You work a way, 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 way more safe style to the point that most people in the E, they wrestle up to their fucking 40s, 50s, 60s, and shit like that. My nigga, there's a rumor that Steve Austin might be coming back. Like, is is with with that, you look at some stuff like that, and that's why they keep people. That's why they can keep AJ. Like that, that wrestling click shit. Like, like I said, Adam Cole went to the homies. A lot of the people that went to the to, to A dub. You know, for the people who asked they released for either leverage concerns or want to be on a car concern and got released or like uh, let their contract expire, they didn't work for, like they, 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 and I shouldn't ever say because rarely people ever let their contract expire with the E, but like, like Daniel Brown wants to do more in his career because it's almost done. He wants to wrestle more people. Daniel Brown is a like, true, like, I just he, like the wrestling. Like he said in, in the interview, <laughs> The closest he ever felt to God was in the ring. Pause. Um, now, in aspects like, you know, Lee or Swerve or this or that, these are not like dudes that just said middle finger to the E. 
I'm gonna go there. These are dudes that just got released. That's just the way it is. These are dudes that just got released and they become big free agents because what that name behind him. I'm telling you this right now. This Tony know how to pop ratings for the show because all he do is say we signed said person. Mm-hmm. Big announcement. So he pops a rating for the show. Keith Lee's announcement drew I think it was one million plus, you yep. know, people, which is good. AW get good ratings regardless, just because T V ratings fucking sucked all around. Yeah. So plus, in comparison really AW on right ratings. Now. So Yeah. So but guess what? That the the show after that shit. Like the show last week, shit. Dynamite is consistently shit. Um, dynamite is consistent. Niggas tried to niggas tried to say that the fucking celebrity game was one of the reasons why I was bad. Let me tell y'all something. Nobody watched that shit. No Bro, basketball. There was nobody worth a damn the on the celebrity game. Like that shit is a strictly event shit for the people that be there. Um, now uh, back to us going back to your point. Like again, it's all about like getting the call for Vince. It's like getting that call from fucking um, shit, Braun, when he made it to a new team. Hey, look, man, we're going to make some moves. We're going to see if we can get you over here. Or like when Braun used to walk up to niggas and with the jerseys over there, he was in Miami. Like the old. And we got palm <laughs> trees, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and water. So, <laughs> um, so that, this is what it is, man. And, you know, and it's, that's, that's a big ass roster now. Like, Jade is set. Ain't nobody looks better than Jade on that show. So, and I'm not talking about looks as in just beauty, just the look of a How physical they, specimen. Yeah. No one looks better than Jade on that show at all. Like, yeah, I, somebody, she, can't, she can't even out-wrestle half that roster, but just her look itself is better than everybody. When you sit her next to her and Britt Baker, Britt Baker look like somebody that we see in our geometry class. She looked like a dentist. So <laughs> Jade is money. So I really think if the AEW will lose her, she's gonna get the brain struck. Yes, but just easily. other people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just the way it is. And AEW gonna release a lot of people. Well, as 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 Tony Khan would say, I'm not re signing them, which sounds nicer, I guess. Too. Yeah, he just he gonna let the contract expire, which is nicer, you know. He's not firing them. It's not it's not the same thing because Vince, even though I think people still get paid after the fact, they you know they do actually. You, yeah, pretty much. Against you, just get released. It's just don't come back yeah. to the arena. You're not at catering. Yeah, so <laughs> you just getting um, paid to go home and chill. So and that's I like. I never believe when people would be like. Oh, I'm a slave and stuff like that. That's why I always find it goofy. I find that free hashtag Ali shit goofball because you're not no fucking slave getting paid six figures to sit at the fucking crib and work out. Fuck out of here with that. Like, I'm not going to feel sorry for motherfuckers. Then the moment they release his ass, niggas going to be crying. Yep. What the fuck? So, you know what's stupid? About to cut you off. But niggas is really mad that the WWE re-signed, uh, re-signed Drake Maverick. You're mad that they gave a nigga a job again. 
Like, what is wrong with they, you guys? Wait, they resigned Drake Maverick? Yeah, yeah they he... resigned him as a producer like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I didn't even know. See? <laughs> they just made news about it this week, but they people are legit. They upset because he got a job. You mad because he got a job. It was like, what are they going to do? Release him on fourth time? Like, why do y'all invest y'all feelings into it too much? Because to be honest, did y'all care when Impact really when he left Impact when they let him go? Like it's only when when the E releases somebody that you guys get butt hurt. Like you guys gonna put food on their table for him until they find another job. Like you need to stop doing that. I, I don't mean to go off on a tangent on nah, this you, again. Nah, we don't already discuss this again, but that shit is annoying. Like that really kind of it just annoyed me because you're. You're mad that a man got a job again. Look, no. You're mad because he could put food on his table again. Like you're mad about that. Yeah, he he has a all this other shit to be mad about. He has a beautiful black wife that he has to make sure is decent. G, let the man be great. G, <laughs> let the man be great. But um, let's go ahead and just wrap the Cody thing up. It is what it is. Uh, I wouldn't if he doesn't pop up on the Madison Square Garden show. Uh. Then I'll be like, okay, they probably waiting to after Mania, whatever. Or he never signed. But if Cody don't pop up by then, I'll be like, okay. But um, let's go ahead and talk about Saudi Mania. Uh, at this point, WWE is turning the Saudi pay-per-views into some of the biggest spectacles. And I ain't mad at them for it because these cards be decent. Do they always represent? Not all the time. But the cards be on point. So I can't really be mad. But, uh... Elimination Chamber, Saudi. Buddy Mania Matthew did. debut. He brought a, he probably about to be part of House of Black. Oh well, it's behind me. I don't even, I don't even see nothing major. But uh, see, pop the rating. But House of Black only pops up on the screen maybe one time. Uh, once every two, once every three weeks. So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, Elimination Chamber, Miz and Rey Mysterio was the pre-show match. It's a Miz Rey Mysterio match in 2022. I'm good. Uh, then the pay per view opened with Roman versus Goldberg. Uh, we don't know what Goldberg's current contract status is, but this was supposedly his last match. So, uh, adios. But Roman choked that. Also, nigga out. Roman is the first person to tap him out or to choke him out. Well, he's first person to make him lose by submission technique. And which I'm all for. Shout out to Roman for choking that old, that old nigga out. Hilarious as hell. But it was it was a decent. It was actually a decent little sprint. It was a decent little sprint. Uh, Goldberg did his Goldberg shit, and Roman choked that nigga out. So I'm all for it. Um, the women's elimination chamber match was actually the best elimination chamber match, <laughs> which I'm not surprised by. But shout out to Bianca for winning. Liv looked decent. All the women looked really good in the match. Like, they played their role. Bianca, freaking Bianca. Liv was Liv. Dewdrop had her good moments. Rhea looked strong. Nikki was Nikki. And Alexa Bliss made niggas say, don't forget who the fuck I am. <laughs> she, got, she was in her bag. But uh, overall, good match. Uh, also, shout out to them. Not wearing the big oversized T-shirts like they like they spend the night at their nigga crib. So shout out to the Saudi men for letting women be comfortable. 
that's all I'm gonna say in regards to that because I do not want us to get destroyed. But um, but overall, it was a really good match. Shout out to Bianca for winning. Uh, it's just hilarious watching the timeline. Just really, at least black wrestling Twitter just really get in a panic because they really thought Bianca was going to lose this match. <laughs> but it is what it is. Bianca won. Uh, but Alexa Bliss really came back and really made people remember, like, yo, she, she, she that nigga. It's just, she's borderline fiend. And y'all hate it for some odd reason. But shout out to the good Elimination Chamber match. Um, no, I think definitely. the only match I actually missed was Becky and Lita. I got to go back and run it back to see, you know, see what it was about, but heard it was you know typical becky match i ain't watched that match at all but um but yeah shout out to bianca uh ronda and naomi versus charlotte and sonya it was okay ronda came in her uh what did judo I, I know it's judo gi but it's <laughs> She just looked like she got she came home from a long eight eight to five eight to five shift at work, put on her big comfy uh uh pajamas, and it was just like, Hey, I'm tired and I just wanna be comfortable. Where's where's the hot cocoa at? That's what that's what she just looked like to me. Especially in comparison to Naomi and all of that. That was just hilarious. But yeah, her judo gi. But um Ronda and Naomi won. It is what it is when it came to that match. Uh, Drew versus Mad Cat Moss was really good. Uh, Drew almost murdered Mad Cat Moss, by the way. Yep. They near murdered him. <laughs> like That spot was nasty. Bro, I was legit concerned for the man. And the fact that he continued the match, I give Mad, Mad Cat Moss respect. You know, I'm I'm growing respect for him as a worker in the ring because I see why did he survived yeah, he the releases. Go. I see why he survived the releases. He just gets shit gimmicks, but he makes the most of them. But um, it was a solid. It was a solid match, though. It was a really solid match. Um, shout out to Madcap because that bump was just disgusting. He should have been the one on concussion protocol. Uh. Like I said, I don't. I didn't watch Becky versus Lita at all. Um, I didn't watch Usos versus Viking Raiders at all. Uh, then we got the men's elimination chamber match: Bobby Brock, Seth Riddle, Austin Theory, AJ Styles. Uh, highlights of this match: and Bobby Lashley literally, for one, we learned that he was hurt, legit, because I. They said it was during the Brock Lesnar match, or was it before? He just worked through it. Cause they said could... since the Rumble, but the rumor is he really he might have really got hurt on one of those uh those suplexes from Brock during that match. Yeah, Remember that's what when I mean. Talked about it afterwards. He landed on his shoulder pretty awkwardly, and since then it's been kind of messing with him. Yeah, so pretty much, so they had to find a way to get Lashley out the match. So uh, Seth. Pretty much did the power bomb that ruins career. So it's scripted really well. Uh, he yep. power bombed Austin Theory into uh, Bobby Lashley's pod. Bobby Lashley sold it, and pretty much uh, they had to get him out the match some way. 
the match itself was really fun to watch. And then Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. The funniest thing was the fact that they really sold that Bobby Lashley could have came back when they when uh, Brock's pod didn't open, and he just literally destroyed the pod. And next thing you know, he's in the ring just causing chaos. That is still one of the most funniest shits I've ever seen in my life. Because he wanted blood. And he got blood almost immediately. F5 Seth immediately. Then after Seth it was... Then uh, I think it was, a- it was AJ. No, it was Riddle. No, it was Riddle. He got Riddle out the paint. <laughs> he got Riddle out the paint. Then he got AJ out the paint. Then next thing you know, it's Austin Theory. And... They really tried to sell it enough to believe, like, hey, there's a chance Austin Theory could finesse this. There wasn't no But it was chance. good that they let him be the last one in there, though, because that's how you you help to build another star. Exactly. That's a way of doing it. It really is. But then, and then we got one of the best Elimination Chamber spots exactly. I've ever seen I'm just in gonna, my freaking life. Look, if, 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 I'm just going to let this play real quick. It's about do it. What's the fact that Brock posed afterwards? This fate. <laughs> An F5 from Brock Lesnar. Guys, this is hard to watch. This is dumb. <laughs> he gonna tell him it's hard to watch. And then you was encouraging him to do it. Brock, yo, Brock Lesnar f 5 in a man off the pod. I see Brock Lesnar do a lot of f up things. He threw a freaking one-legged dude. He beat up a one-legged dude in front of his mama. Then threw the one-legged dude off, off, off. I mean, he threw a one-legged dude down some stairs in a wheelchair. Brock Lesnar has done a lot of effed up things, a lot. This is probably one of the worst <laughs> and the funniest one because how do you do that? And shout out to Austin Theory for doing the bump. I give him a lot of respect for doing that bump because it could have ended very poorly. But shout out to that bump. Shout out to Brock for winning. Because he hit the side of the cage when he No, he didn't. He, threw him. He, he, he almost did, but he nah. Cause if he if that he would have made if it he, No, no, because he probably would have died. <laughs> you gotta factor in physics. If he hit that cage, he was probably not gonna have no control on how he landed. But uh oh, that's true. Yeah, so that 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 spot was insane to do, but <laughs> This is the fact that Brock posed after he did it. He had his arms up like like a Mortal Kombat character after he won a match. I was like, dog. But um, Brock won. So it's champion versus champion at WrestleMania. People are mad. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Because clearly they had to call an audible. If uh, I think this is an audible because Bobby probably was going to find a way to walk out of there. But the audible was... Brock is going to win this match and was going to be champion versus champion at WrestleMania. Deal with it. Be happy. Shut the fuck up and enjoy. Now, the show. is it just champion versus champion? Or are they putting both the belts up? Cause they still I, not being like a hundred percent clear on it just yet. You put champion versus champion on the damn thing. I'm assuming both belts is on the line. Well, that said that confirm it on SmackDown for sure. Uh, but mm. Yeah, but Saudi Mania was decent for what it was. Like, it was only probably, like, two matches, three matches. No, I don't count the pre-show. Two matches I didn't care about. But um, Brock beating everybody ass made yep. it up for the men's, though. So, 
but yeah, so that's Saudi mania. And then for in regards to uh, the road to mania, so far on Raw, we had uh, Rock pretty much said, hey, I'm popping up on SmackDown. We're going to confirm some things. As of right now, Kevin Owens and uh, Seth Rollins are putting themselves in a tag picture to see where things go with that. Edge came down and said he has an open challenge for who he wants to face at Mania. I'm hoping for AJ Styles. I'm really hoping that it's AJ because that would be fire. That would be a I'd really be mad fire at match. at this point if they don't do it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's looking like Miz and Logan Paul versus um, the Mysterios. So... That's being set up. And we already know we got Bianca versus uh, Becky. Who's and Becky? Bianca is like, look, I want it back in blood. And I'm all for it. So, um, so yeah, so those are, that's raw, really. Um, did you watch NXT, Tyler? Um, pretty much to sum it up. You know, you got Grayson Waller and LA Knight. Um, you know, they're going, still going back and forth. Um, the main event was Tommaso. Ch- I mean, not Tommaso. Yeah, Tommaso Champa versus uh Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler won. It was pretty good. Uh, pretty good match. Dolph Ziggler won. Uh, Robert Rue was the cameraman, so you know shenanigans with that. And uh, Braun Breaker came out at the end and told them, "Let's have a tag team match next week." You know, between the four, so tag team match next week. We're also getting Carmelo Hayes and Pete Dunne in a, a North American Championship match next week. Should be good. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, the new girl on the block, Nikita Lyons. Hey, hey. Ah, damn. Hey, hey, shout hey. Out to that, shout out to that pin. Shout out to that pin. Hey, man. Um, Hey, hey. All I can say is... Say I don't agree with the part about me being horny all hours of the day. A few hours in the day, yes, but not all hours of the day. I digress. Yeah, for them, um, for them uh, two hours, I was a little intrigued. I was intrigued. But um, NXT, you know, they're slowly progressing to their uh to their next takeover event. Uh, they're still getting uh putting guys in position, you know, for the uh for the year. Oh, um, Solo Sokoa and Walter are getting into it. That's gonna be fun when they. I, I don't know if it's next week. Or if it's or if they're gonna prolong it into the next takeover, but bro, when they go at it, that that it's, it's gonna be another match that literally slaps. Hey, G, the streets. Need that's that, the bro. first big dude that that uh that Walter has really been going up against. Cause Solo, he's he's a big dude. He's big. He's short. Not he's, um, he's short yeah, and stocky. But, let's put it that way. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good one between them. Like he's not backing down from them. Walter seeing that you know, okay, you know the. The Samoan guy, you know, he's something. He just ain't gonna be slapping and super kicking me though. But um, but yeah, NXT, you know, they're still rolling. I, I believe they're still, you know, trying to. They're getting who they. We pretty much know who their nucleus of guys is now, and who they're gonna be rolling with. You know, guys that they're gonna keep continue to build something with. I think um, I think Tommaso Ciampa is. I think. If not by sometime between after Mania and SummerSlam, I think Tommaso Ciampa is going to be on either SmackDown or Raw. I, I kind of think it's, it's getting to the point where there's nothing else he can really do for NXT at this point. 
know, I think he is is definitely running his his course, but not not to say that. Hold on. No, oh, we well, we just lost Tyler, but yeah. So NXT is NXT. Uh, so yeah, and well, oh yeah. So pretty much, uh, and then AEW's on right now. The only major thing that happened was oh, Redragon. Did the Redragons win the what you call it? Yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and uh Bobby Fish won the tag team battle royal. Yeah, won the tag team battle royal. So they're going to get they're going to be in a tag team match uh, against Jurassic Express. Shout out to them. And MJF made a stand promo. Uh, so that's neat. And uh. Buddy Matthews uh, debuted it, so NXT 1.5, everybody. But, um, so yeah, so we'll just go ahead and get ready to transition to basketball. Hopefully, Tyler's back by then. So, if you are also listening, I'm about to give you guys something new. We're going to transition to the NBA. So, 20 second break. So, NBA portion of things, we have All-Star Weekend just finished up. We got uh, the second, shit, not even, the the last quarter of the season. The last quarter of the season is starting, and Zion is being fucking Zion. But we'll go ahead and start with uh, All-Star Weekend stuff. Uh, shout out to LeBron for this uh, beautiful game winner. Next fucking win. This is what I'm talking about. Next fucking win. This is what I'm talking about. Look at LeBron calling for it, Rich. And he is from Akron. Let's do it. Cleveland. Let's do it in Cleveland. This, Cleveland. This is for you. This is for you. The fact that LeBron gave Zach Levine is hilarious thing ever, but Shout out to a very great All-Star game itself. Uh, I enjoyed it. Really great game. Uh, competitive. This is probably the most competitive one, uh, surprisingly. But uh, it was a really great game. Steph freaking went insane. And, yeah. Uh, well, Tyler will be back later. But, yeah. So, really great game. Uh, Steph had 50. LeBron went nuts. Giannis did his thug dizzle. Uh, Zach Levine dating there, put the team on his back, uh, put KD's team on his back. Really great game. But uh, your thoughts, bro? Oh, my bad. I thought I muted myself, but I didn't. AD. I mean, no, Embiid. Oh, yeah, Embiid had it. Embiid went nuts. Yeah. Um, Played really well. I think it's safe to say. I know this is an all star game, but. Just to what the year the man has had. I think it's safe to say Embiid the MVP? Easily. As of yeah, right now. Yeah. It's change, but easily. Uh, now, what I was going to say is one of the best All-Star games ever since the um, – especially since the new way of them doing With it. Team up or um, format. 
Yeah. KD's team played defense out the fucking gate. Devin Booker out of all motherfuckers came in playing defense, bro. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, shout out to Chris Paul. Uh, another news thing we probably won't talk about a lot, but he's out for the next four to eight weeks. I think, no, so he pretty six. much, yeah, he's he pretty much didn't come back season. to the playoffs. Um, four to eight weeks, yeah, that's what seven. Uh, 14, 21. He's missing most of the regular season. Yeah. He'll be probably back the last week at the earliest. If that. If that. Because we almost in March. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Before. He's going to miss most yeah. of the, like, the final week is April. First week of April. Yeah. So, so yeah, he, he gone. Um, But um, he came in and only, he probably played like one minute or something. But I respect it. I know some people are like, oh, you can get an all-star spot to somebody. Well, one, it was too fucking late. And two, um, a lot of people would get an all-star not and not playing the fucking game. That's fucking stupid. Um, Jimmy Butler did that dumb shit before. Uh, literally suited up for two seconds and never came back in. And like I said, if he was injured or anything like that, you kind of, you know, gave it to somebody else. Um, there was a lot of discourse about who should be an all-star or not. Rudy Gobert did a 360, so he could definitely be an all-star anytime he fucking wants to. The nigga literally did a 360 fucking jail. Shout out to Rudy. Also, shout out to Draymond for literally blasting his thing on national TV. If you didn't watch the TNT version of the all-star game on TBS, you missed out. All right? Draymond was doing courtside interviews throughout the whole fucking game. And, um... They bought out Rudy Gobert about defensive players of the year. I guess Draymond's still a little salty about one. He said, don't ever compare me to that man. Um, <laughs> shit was insane. Uh, <clears throat> he was 100% serious. So I, I love to see Utah versus Warriors seven-game series. Um, From Utah. Now, uh, but other than that, shout-out to Bron's game winner. Shout out to John Morant, DeJounte Murray, and LaMelo Ball all going crazy as first-time All-Stars. Yes. Amazing outing. John Morant hit some of the craziest fucking – this nigga hops, bro. It's different, G. <laughs> I hope he don't never lose him. I swear to – I really hope he never lose him. That's why I stress he learns to land safely. Yes. Draymond actually said this that John Morant is one of the smartest players he ever played against. I don't think he losing athleticism if he plays smart. Um, but then again, he also is working on his other parts of his game. Like he just don't dunk every six times. He yeah, he attacks the basket a lot. Um, and as long as he, mature. you know, yeah, and also as long as he stay healthy and treat his body right, his body won't give up on. You know, like, Broad never lost his explosiveness. And it the same as when he was a rookie. But still, like, from 2017 to now, it's the same Broad explosiveness, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Now, it ain't Broad when he was fucking on the Cavaliers before he went to Cleveland, jumping over niggas. Well, that one time Miami, he, he jumped over Tyler Favorite Bull. But, like, um... No, we not... You know what? I'm let you have that one. <laughs> that was so... The Bulls fans used to hate Miami Braun so fucking much, bro. And I think Braun knew it. 
I think Braun knew how much Bulls fans hated him, bro. I yeah, he knew it. I think we we probably hated him more than Cleveland did. See, no. this nigga literally jumped over a man in their arena, folks. It just like no, that was a, that was in their arena. Oh, that was in the Heat Arena. Oh, that was in, that was in Miami. Can, the Steel. Yeah, that was in the United States. I watched that. Ga- I watched that game live. They were saying "Wow" for like five minutes. They kept, <laughs> they kept replaying the replay of that shit the whole game. Between folks, folks, folks lost the job because of that shit, man. <laughs> Buddy, uh, and that was that. That was the same game that Carlos Boozer came out with there with that fucking paint on his head. Look, we're not talking about that. That look, let's just go back to look, look. <laughs> So I just um, remember that game so well, dude. So um but yeah, back to so just a beautiful all-star game. Uh, yeah, John Morant hit some crazy fucking dunks like the um that three sixty shit is insane. Three sixty was crazy. He got high on some um on some lobs. I think one from DeJounte Murray. Uh LaMelo Ball, crazy assist and shoot was shooting them. Nigga, shoot like that in a real game. He was flagging that motherfucker, bro. Um, Jordan gonna tell him to stop. No, um, <laughs> then you have um, Dejounte Murray just being Dejounte Murray. Shout out to bro. He, uh, I don't know, I haven't really looked into his story, but I heard about it. He really got it out the mud. Yeah. Um, oh, his story's crazy. Yeah. I read it. Yeah. Yeah, he really got out the mud. So it's great to see him. In an All Star game, and he has always been good. Like on that Spurs team, since he's been drafted, he has always been good. It's just that the Spurs, the Spurs suck. rebuild is a little weird because they're competitive, but they're also ass. So they, you know, they're in that limbo space. But I think other people saw how good he is. Um, so. People might be wanting to play with him, or people might, you know, you know, talk to him. Hey man, come on to LA, bro. Yeah, with his restricted or um, I think no, he once his he's he's gonna be unrestricted once this contract's over with. Okay, so um, yeah, what's that? What's that? You know, but hey, take the maximum blood. Um, I think he already signed his deal. Yeah, that's what I said. He's on his he he already signed his rookie extension, so. Yeah, take that max, young blood. Um, Luca had a piss poor All Star. You know, it wasn't the greatest. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. We we shout out Joel B. He had a really good game. Uh, shout out to Greek Freak playing defense before the rest of the team. LeBron. It was sometimes I thought Team KD was gonna win, but Greek Freak, bro, I'm gonna have an appreciation episode for Greek Freak one day, bro. <laughs> this nigga. Is literally, I think he's legit Wilt Chamberlain's like body like. What this man is, bro, is different. Like he could probably cross the court in like in like four steps. Athletic, not the best shooter, but if you need him to try to hit a fadeaway, he will. Will try to hit threes, can play make, rebound a ball. And this is the thing. A lot of people are like, oh, Grief Freak don't deserve the fist of play of the year. If I ever said that shit, smack me. I watched this nigga play defense. Not, I'm not talking about in the All-Star game. I'm talking about in regular games. It's a difference maker. And I think because of how much of a small market 
that Milwaukee is. People will not talk about how great of a final series that nigga had for it being his first finals. It was a let coming off a hyper extended knee. Like what a crazy final series for my man. And I say all that to say watching Greek Freak as an all-star, his game, I know he's athletic, but you know, you think about he ain't shooting as much and stuff like that. He can't be too explosive because you don't want your knee to be all the way in the stands if it accidentally pop off. But his game is so fucking fun to watch, bro. He's one of the more fun people to watch. And then uh then shout out to Braun. He that nigga built the house with all the bricks he shot in that all-star game, but he hit a game with off of a fadeaway while Jordan was in the building. Shout out to that man. Um, and we need to quit the broad can't hit game winners because for some pair of reasons, he's been smacking them bitches lately. Uh, except for that like, last He one, always man. has. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, fact, in recent, like, when people actually got their eyes on him. Oh, yeah. Um, and he will never live that, that, that Cleveland misses for you now, ever. Um, but shout out to the other, the best player that was in, the best player from Ohio that night. Shout out to <laughs> Steph Curry. That Put nigga on a show. was <laughs> insane. Look, I always call it corny when people be like, oh, the three-point shot is the most exciting thing in the game. That shit is not corny when Steph Curry do that. It's, shit, it's a different it's Steph. Game mean a lot. It's, 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 it's Steph. Steph. It's different. <laughs> now, I think even in an all-star game, I hate seeing everybody just shoot crazy threes, right? Yeah. But Steph and Dame, Dame, I think is a little bit more accurate from distance, like literally from the, like literally from the logo itself. Like Steph, yeah, he probably accurate around, you know, like away from the three point line. But I think literally on that fucking logo, I think Dame is extremely like accurate from that logo. But like, yeah, Steph, he he leads the like the percentage or. He, he has some type of high-ass percentage. He has a higher percentage. that range. Yeah, he has a higher percentage than Steph. But I but think it's, it's like in the whole history of the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, now, Steph, though, it's just it's just so beautiful, bro. Special. Gee, it's just so beautiful. A lot of people talk about, I don't know why All-Star Game one got a lot of like, oh, because the 75 thing. A lot of people talk about, uh, Steph not top 10. I don't know why people think Steph's not top 10 yet. It's very hard to say 10 players better than Steph Curry. Um, and, and like, like people, <laughs> it's so weird, bro. Like, it's just so fucking weird. Um, but the last thing I want to talk about the All-Star game, that fucking Jordan pop, when he walked out, I popped, bro. man. Look, I'm not the biggest Jordan fan ever. But that nigga is literally a god walking on earth, bro. Because <laughs> you see Jordan, you're like, that's motherfucking Michael Jordan right there, bro. And just seeing him walk out and embrace all the young guys and stuff, it shut down a shit ton of narratives that people created themselves. Like, the Braun and Jordan debates happened so much to the point that we actually thought these niggas hated each other, bro. It's, they don't. Um, of no. course, Brian would never be as close to Jordan as Kobe was. Like they just because Kobe whole game was just Jordan. Yeah. But and Brian, even though Brian look up to Jordan, always pay homage to him. He still made his own way, right? Now, that moment of Jordan and Brian, you know, embracing each other, and Brian—I mean Jordan—saying, "How the fuck are you still doing it?" How the hell are you still doing this? Um, 
it's just a special moment. I think I think it's more of a special moment than anybody thinks of just how much niggas argue about them two niggas. To see that they embrace each other like that. Uh, shout out to Dennis Rodman for being fucking Dennis Rodman. Um, shout out to every legend that made it. George Gervin needed to put some shit down um, in terms of food because that nigga round as hell. Hey, look, G. <laughs> Look, George Gervin out there looking like me. And I was like, oh, that's, look, man. That's, it's um, the Iceman, bro. <laughs> yo, I, I just, it was just, it was just awesome to see, like, all the legends out there. Like, George Gervin did the finger roll, because uh, that's what he was kind of known for. Yep. Um, Kareem did his hook shot at the end. He could barely get um, that arm up. Yeah, Kareem, Kareem old as fuck. Yeah, shout out to me and Tom. Uh, I don't know. God loves Bill Russell. He's the only person with an excuse of why he couldn't make it, bro. Because that nigga is old and a basketball player. Uh, in fact, um, and he was a civil rights leader. Yeah, so yeah. In Boston, he he got that segregation age. In Boston, That's a different type of age. In Boston, uh, yeah. yeah. He don't. Even, I don't even think he likes the city of Boston. Yeah, he hates Boston. He says, "Look, fuck Boston. I rock with the Celtics, but fuck Boston." Yeah. Um. <laughs> Now, uh, I, I like to say this as the end, and I agree with, I think, was it Chuck? I agree with Chuck. Uh, for the people who didn't go, and if they not, like like I said, like Bill Russell type old, in which they need assistance to go. Like, we only see him Bill Russell in the fucking finals because it's the finals and that trophy. And, that he, has, and he has to present the trophy. <laughs> he, yeah. He yeah. Like, this is what it is. But for everybody, like, Russ not going is weird. AD not going is weird. Like, like, um. AD hurt. So? Nigga, he, nigga that nigga got a, a ankle sprain. You can walk on an ankle sprain. Put some fucking like, hot tops you, on. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't, now, I was, honestly, I wasn't expecting him to be nowhere around it, to be honest. Yeah, that's how you put Dwight in that nigga place. But, um. One <laughs> Dame was the like that whole day. Dame was the odd man out, bro. Because <laughs> his accolades do not stack up to some of the biggest accolades, bro. I guess I understand like all time. Like I mean, when you get All NBA honors, it kind of make you the upper echelons. But to say Dame is better than a lot right. of to say Dame is better than Dwight Howard is just fucking wild, bro. I don't know what Dwight Howard did to anger some niggas, bro. But to say they ain't better than Dwight Howard is fucking wild, bro. It's just fucking wild. Like, Dwight Howard had a stick when he was the second best player in the league. And nobody really can say that. Half the niggas who was on that 75 just can't say that. There was never a time Dennis Rodman was the second best player in the league. Nope. There's never a time when Dennis Rodman was a top five player in the league. Nope. You could probably go on with numbers. Like, but what Dennis Rodman did on the defensive end and as a player – Niggas respect. What the fuck did Dwight, Dwight Howard get? How many defensive players of the year? I think four or five. And one, like, what some the of them fuck? in a row. To beat LeBron. So, there's just... Made it to the finals with Hedon Turkoglu. I think they gave him... I think they gave him that 76 uh, number. I think so. But we got to wait all the way to 2047 to find out. Exactly. Like, gee, the fact that Dwight is not going to be honored as a top 75 player and will be in the next 100, I mean, the next 25 is, it's, it's sad. 
2047 is a long time. I don't even think about that. Point Bro, being, I don't want to think long. about 2047, my nigga. It's 20 years from now. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. We don't even know if the Earth will still be here. So, like, it's like, be a five point shot. Like, so, so like half of the half of the like like half of the people on that stage probably won't be able to walk to that stage. Uh, last but not least, I've been thinking about saying this the whole entire time. It's very hard to say. One, I respect. <laughs> let me go back and say this. I respect them putting the best players at the end and thought nobody was gonna know that shit when they did the forwards. Braun was last. I think they when they did the centers, Kareem was last. And when they did the uh, guards, um, Michael was last. And just, like I said, that Mike situation was fucking surreal. But uh, I say say this, like, uh, like, seeing Kobe there, not fair, really hurt. And I didn't grow up the biggest Kobe fan. But, like, what that man means to the game, it's still, it's been two years, bro. It, it still affects the game crazy of Kobe not being there because how much he embraced the the future of the league. Like, you know, when we had Kobe being an asshole, it was to his teammates because of what he demanded. But to the future, the next people coming up, we never hear a bad story about Kobe Bryant. We never hear about Kobe Bryant dissing them or not trying to train. Like, every young nigga who catered their game to him, not even just catered their game to him, but looked up to him, is inspired by Kobe. So just seeing, not seeing him now is, it's crazy, man. It's, and some, it's people all it's some people all timeless. Some people all timeless, I need to, like, need to be put in the shredder. Some people got Kobe, like, 15, 20 range. It's it, it just... It's just disrespectful, bro. It's just disrespectful. Look, bro. I get mad when people put him top five, but at the same time, he's top ten. But gee, <laughs> if, if he's not in your ten, you're extreme. Gee, I I personally see Kobe as five. I like, won't be like I, okay. If you put him top three, I get like we got an issue. If he's in your five, cool. Yeah, but he has to be in your ten. Kareem, you go, Brian Kareem. Jordan, well, you know, Jordan, Braun, Kareem, Magic, Kobe. Then you do the Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain to honor them. Then Shaq, Hakeem, Tim, go on. Well, Tim before Hakeem. But you get my drift of what I'm trying to say. Like, but like, some people, that's my last thing I would say when I talk about this. Some people with this fucking top 75 shit, insane, bro. Some people got Dirk Nowitzki too high. Like, I understand Dirk was cold, but tell me, he was a fucking loser most of his career. So, like, like, like I don't say that on the Please do not. I do not feel like them. them. Look, the reason I don't want you to date that episode of that, Chris, and I'm not afraid of the smoke, but we're still growing. And those Dallas fans are consistently Bro, when we get them German texted messages, G is lit. <laughs> like but no, what I mean that them Dallas fans are insane, bro. Yes, they are. Them yeah. niggas hate Trey Young for no fucking reason. Yes. They hate Trey Young because he will always be compared to Luca. 
Oh. So they hate Trey Young. For no fucking reason. So, but, uh, like, niggas kept Dark Nowitzki so high. Look, I love Tim Duncan, but some people treat to, some people put Tim Duncan at four. I'm like, yo, we got to chill with this shit, bro. Like, chill. Um, and oh, put Jeff Hardy signed to AEW, Bryant, by the way. What'd you say? Jeff Hardy uh, signed to AEW, by the way. Oh, uh, he debuted? No, uh, he just, they said he was on some news channel on YouTube that got 325 subscribers. <laughs> so he signed to AW. Bro. Oh, you seen it coming. Cool. But yeah, so. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done. Shout out to the All-Star game. I watch all of Sunday. Um. Uh, <laughs> I watched a little bit of uh Saturday. I'm never watching Friday. <laughs> Just not watching. You know the Rise of Stars thing was lit. It was lit. I will give it that. The All Star Game was the only event that I actually watched. I'm going to say this, though. I think it's time. They got to start. They got to try some new events. Just try something new because it's like the dunk contest. If you're not going to put – like everybody that was in the dunk contest can dunk, but it's like they – they missed half of their shit. And then it was like they weren't doing nothing that we haven't already seen. Look, at so this point, like I will, look, you just got to go in the dunk contest with low expectations. If It's hit or miss at this point. It's hit or miss. Deal with it. It is what it is. We have this discussion every year when it's a bad one. Then next year we have a good one, and then at this point, it's but not even miss. just with the dunk contest though. It's just the the events itself. Like try just try something at least one new event every year, maybe. No, just just retire it. It's over. It's over. It's, it's, but you talking it, about the dunk contest itself? Yeah, it's over. It's retired. It's okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that either. These, they did it. They did it before. Be, they did it before. A lot, but. Of, a lot of things Man. get a lot of things get retired in the NBA, right? And I also think more things should be retired in the NBA in terms of how the way it's structured, just to have a better feel of the game. The dunk contest is not important. Let me tell you something. If the three point fucking contest is the most exciting thing to come out of Saturday. The dunk contest should be retired. There's no more new dunks. And if they want people to be new dunks, it's going to take forever for these motherfuckers to try it. We're going to sit there ages watching people to do this stuff. When people like to put that white dude up on fucking Twitter and say, hey, put dude, dude practice those dunks probably for four hours until he get a fucking good video of it. Exactly. Nobody want to watch that shit. Nobody's making a... A 360 behind the back windmill off the first try. You are cool, but, but I, like, I highly what, doubt what, that. What, what Eric Gordon and Zach Levine did at that time will be in history and will probably put Zach Levine in the Hall of Fame off that fucking dunk contest. But it's you shouldn't have retired from there. You can't, you can't get no better than that. And so many times you can jump over Shaq 
it's so many times you can um you can try to bring a profit into it and things of this nature. Um but at Nothing the end else of you that, can do from the free throw line. Yeah, you know, exactly. But at the end of that day, um retire it and just put the um just put the whatchamacallit. Uh what is that called? The uh the um the when you when when you one on one uh when it's a one on one against the guys. What you say? You said you talking about horse? No, hell no, not horse. That'd be right. Um we all what they do at the Olympics when they practice it on the FIBA teams. They do KD and them made that shit famous not too long ago when it was just all going head to head. Oh, you mean King of the Hill? Yeah. Not even King, just of, the King Hill. of the Hill. Not even just King of the Hill. You do it in two K a lot too. In practice. You have one guy that you that would try to defend you from getting that shot. And y'all would just right. keep going and shit like I don't know. It's probably King of the Hill. I forgot what it's called. It's a different name though. I'm for sure. It's King name. of the Hill, but I know I know what you're talking about though with the that's more of a practice drill though, with with the two defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, just do that. Um, I think that would be better because you would definitely see the skills of like certain players. Like, like imagine this would happen because I don't think Brown will let this happen. But have a Brown one on one versus KD in a post. Like, like have a Steph Curry versus. Uh, uh, okay. Have a Steph Curry and them uh, uh, go against each other. Perfect. Uh, go against like Kyrie or somebody. Perfect. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, just retired the dunk contest. Yeah, like it is what it is because you're not going to satisfy everybody with it. But uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, also, another thing for my All Star, the NBA bogus for the next few cities because. Fuck Utah and fuck Indianapolis. <laughs> Bro, okay. They come back to Indy again? Indianapolis, you know, Indianapolis. Uh, and you're probably honored. You, is there any basketball players from Indiana? Indiana? Larry Bird? No, other than, I'm talking about current. No. Hey, wow, fuck for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They might, they might have to boycott Utah. I'm not even gonna front yeah. with you. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, no. That shit is not getting watched. No, but uh, that's but a yeah, so, hell. Yeah, they bogus. And that's gonna be the. That's gonna be one of the best all time games because Donovan Mitchell gonna ask out before that all star game. <laughs> that's just gonna be confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, let's hit up the Zion news. So, uh, JJ Reddick said. <laughs> He got off first take. You said what? Obliterated that nigga. Yeah, pretty like JJ Reddy got on first take and said, "Hey, that man don't even look like he care about this organization. Disconnect. He don't rock with teammates. And this thing, it, JJ Reddick's a very genuine guy. He comes yeah. off very likable. Very likable <laughs> guy. He's an asshole on the court, but outside yeah. of it, he's he's very. He's likable. a likable guy. Like he seems like a good teammate." I would love to meet JJ Reddick. 
So if he's saying this, it has to be some truth to this. But pretty much, like, the gist that was... He played uh, with them. Yeah. The gist of it was because uh, CJ McCollum said, yeah, I haven't talked to Zion yet. Ring, ring, nigga. <laughs> TikTok. Bro. But uh, JJ just went in. just And it's just like, it just, once again, it paints Zion in a negative light. Unfortunately, you can't sit there and say, oh, he's doing this because he was a former Pelican. Nigga was on the Pelicans and he didn't want to be there. So he didn't have to say this. So it's just like, it's, I can't feel bad for Zion. And then on top of it, he probably needs another foot surgery. So it's looking like it's, it's fucked up because it's like, yes, is Zion talented? 27, 8, and 4, whatever his stat line is, you can't deny that. You can't. But it's like, gee. And we only will be able to talk about that for so long. And that's my point. It's like, yo, that stat line is dope. But it hasn't got the Pelicans to the playoffs. You can't stay healthy. And then now it's rumors of you being difficult and being disrespectful to one of the to the president of, of the players union. Because CJ McCollum is the players president. Bro, you fucking shit up. And then now you're also going to make it harder because I think we another year away for another lockout. That's going to be lit. So <laughs> it's going to be nasty. That's all I'm going to say. But y'all thoughts on Zion. Yeah, I'm going to be quick because I talked a lot. But let me tell you something real quick, folks. He ain't – I'm all for power and play. I'm all for – I don't give a fuck if a player say he want to leave. What, it probably because I don't have an allegiance to any team. I don't have a favorite team or anything like that. So I don't give a fuck if a player leaves, right? If a player say, I can't win here, that's cool because – and on the same token, if an organization feel that you can't win them a trophy – they will most they likely will get you out, no yeah. ass about it. Especially a small yeah. market because butts and seats really don't matter all the time. Now, check it. He haven't earned that shit. I, I think you earn it to an extent, okay? Like, to an extent, when I, when I say it like this, right? Like, the Kyrie and Boston situation. A lot of people say he quit on Boston. If he felt like that Boston situation was shit, and looking back on it right now, it yeah. wasn't the best situation for him to win. He can leave. And he left on free agency. You can't knock the nigga for it. Isn't Lil Connery say he, he plans on staying in Boston? Yes. But who knows what the meters was like? And and KB saying, I'm coming to Brooklyn soon. I want to left Boston too. So, Braun. Braun being able to dictate where he needs to go. That's what's up. He and one Braun does that literally at the end of his contracts, literally at the finally yeah. end. Like when he's an unrestricted free agent, Braun does that. Can you get mad at a nigga for that? No, but Zion hasn't played fifty fucking games. What the fuck do you think the type of leverage that you have? Fuck it. If you want to go to the fucking Knicks, what the fuck you going to do on the Knicks? Because guess what? I'm asking for the fucking brain truck. I want to go to the Knicks. Give me RJ Barrett. We can't do that. <laughs> I, we don't got to trade, nigga. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck? I got you for a long time. Oh, restricted free agents got to leave. I match that shit. I'm going to sit out. Sit out. 
You waste your fucking body that you can't use. Nigga, you, look, after J, this is the bullshit and I'm done. After JJ Red obliterated this nigga, he went on Instagram to put up a team highlight, I mean, on Snapchat to put up a team highlight. What the fuck was that? You don't even call CJ McCullough. Mind you, ain't the greatest player, but he's in the he's, top 50. He's good and respected, right. and he's respected. Like, he's respected in the league. One, he can fucking ball. Like, this ain't no, this ain't like, this ain't like J.J. Reddy coming to your team. This ain't like a Seth Curry coming. Mm. C.J. McCullough, he's been proving that since he got there. So, I say all that to say, yo, Zion, what the fuck? You got to yeah. come back. You ain't, you ain't on the bench with your team. Like, bro, Kent Bazemore is probably the worst basketball player in the league. Ain't getting no minutes unless everybody's injured. That nigga is probably one of the best teammates I ever seen, bro. He out there, niggas falling on the ground. He running to go help him up, make a great shot. He cheering. He stands up the whole entire game. Zion, you can't even be there for your team. It's the wildest shit ever, bro. It's like, and this one, when I fucking mean, I hated the shit from the beginning because the media wanted this nigga to go to New York. They literally keep asking this nigga questions about New York. So Zion said we being fucking anti-social like Roddy Rich or some shit. And guess where we at now? He probably ended up in New York. And now he's going to be fucking vilified. This is the dumbest shit i ever seen ever, bro. I've never seen anything fucking like this, bro. Ever, bro. Yeah, like a couple things. Like, honestly, like you, you 100% right on that. Like, it's... It's it's pretty fucking stupid because it's like, like you said, like the meat. I think part of the reason why he's doing this is because the media is on. I believe the media is honestly on his side with this shit. So it's like it's it's feeding, in, and it's feeding into him thinking like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna just ride this one out. Basically, my main thing takeaway from this is you got to get healthy, bro. You you have to you have to take your shit seriously, like you. Like like when like when Chris just said when he brought up the uh what was it the twenty seven seven and four uh stat line or whatever after this season that shit don't mean, no right now that shit don't mean nothing it really doesn't you see how they just treated Ben Simmons when he ain't played since the playoffs go back go back and look at Ben Simmons sophomore year stats go back and look at Ben Simmons sophomore year stats bro go back and look at his rookie stats his sophomore year stats bro crazy shit. Like, at least like, he played. We thought that's that nigga the thing. was the next bar, Ben Simmons bro. at least played. There's a difference. He played. <laughs> but no, what yeah, I mean like by going to get that, out here and go look how productive that nigga was when when Joe B was out for his uh, sophomore and, 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 and freshman year. G. Well, technically his sophomore and junior year, but I digress. Like, look at what that nigga did, bro. It's crazy stats, G. Like you have to, you have to at some point be like, okay, my health is a little is shaky right now. I need to do something to keep this under control. Cause it's one thing that you know you hurt. We get that. You can't, you know, you can't control the fact that you hurt. But the fact that it has something to do with your weight, you can do something about that. You can get your ass up and work. You could put down the fucking crawfish bucket and work. Like, you got to get up and do something, bro, because too many foot surgeries this young. Like, what is this, like, his third foot surgery since he's been Second or third, I believe. Like, that's not – it's not terrible, but it's not good either. That's not good. 
It's not good far, at all. Far from good. Because you're not even seven it's feet it. tall and you having these type of injuries. Foot foot injuries is what got Shaq out uh, got Shaq out of there earlier than expected. Same for y'all, mean. Most Charles big. Barkley too. Charles Barkley, like so. You got to get that under under wraps, and then it's like, once you get out there and play, regardless of you not wanting to be here, because his situation is completely different than Ben Simmons' situation. That's a completely different, you know, scenario. Yeah. Your situation is that you just got drafted here, and you already don't want to be here. Cool. It's a lot of guys that get drafted to shit teams that they don't want to be with, but they tough that shit out so they can actually, for one, get paid when it's time to get paid, and two, show niggas that you belong in this league and not to say that based on your talent you don't belong in this league but how long are we gonna say oh you know potential wise he can do this potential wise he can do that we're getting into your fourth fifth year around the league and you ain't played 30 games like what what are we talking about here yep so you he has to get that on and he has to get all of that in check like he i'm not saying he necessarily has to come out and speak out about something right now but you have to at least show that a that you're ta- about to, that you're taking your health seriously, and that you actually want to get back, you know, be on the court, and then just be professional. To, you know, I know we're in the age like Trail brought up. You know, with the player empowerment, I'm cool with all of that. I'm down for that. But to a degree, you have to be a professional about certain stuff. And I think that was a um, you know a good point that JJ Redding brought up. The least you could have did was call CJ. That's a guy that they bringing in to help you. Yep. The least you could have did was say, hey, I'm glad to have you here. Boom. I'm out of there. I think that's what really ticked him off is the professionalism, you know, the lack thereof that, that you know, that's that's going on with the whole situation. But then the Pelicans, they, that, that nigga they, said, they handling. Go that ahead. nigga said, that nigga said, CJ said, I spoke to his people. Nigga, you 20 fucking one. <laughs> Oh, what? That shit is it. I hope it ain't his stepfather, bro. If it's his stepfather. It is, supposedly bro. it is. But yeah, wow, motherfucker. Yeah, but yeah, Zion just needs to get it together, G. Like, you don't got the cachet. And it's not a good look, bro. It's, it's just not a good look for you, bro. Like, you got to earn that type of shit. But we're going to. Because they comparing him to Greg Oden. And I'm going to say this. Like, Greg Oden's situation was different. We knew that he wanted the hoop. We don't really know that you want to play basketball right now, my nigga. So that's that's looking shady in a lot of people's heads. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and wrap it up from here. I got personal shit I got to deal with real quick. But glad to give you guys another good episode of Threes from the Ring. Uh, next episode, we're definitely going to NBA season be back underway as of tomorrow, I believe. So Thursday, uh, the season be back running. Uh, ben Simmons might be a, a start his first game and. And James Harden started his first game as a uh, what you call it as a sixer, so be on the lookout for that. Kyrie might be a full time player by then as well. So plenty of basketball to be talked about by then because wrestling's probably gonna be really slow to talk about by then. But we appreciate you guys for listening as always. If you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, share, share the content. If you rock with us, share it with us. We also have TikTok pages as well. So follow the Threes from the Ring TikTok page. It just came to my mind. So check that out for clips, all of that. And, of course, follow the Twitter page. Thanks for listening as always. And peace.
Peace.